I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jokic behind his back. What a taste like, Jokic. Your sitter. Wow. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pickaxe Pundit Show. I am your host, Zach Mikosh with DenverStiffs.com. You are listening to the Denver Stiffs podcast channel on the SB Nation podcast network. It is Tuesday morning and we are gearing up. Here we are once again for another big week of Nuggets action. They have the Detroit Pistons tonight. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to take a little bit of time, look back at what happened in the week that was. Nuggets were on a four-game road trip, started in Boston, started out well, didn't end so well with a blowout loss in Indiana, but now, like I said, they are back home. So to break down that road trip, I have with me Miss Ashley Douglas down in Colorado Springs. Ashley, what's happening? Not much, digging this warmer weather. Yes, it is. I so I was in. Uh, I was actually in Phoenix uh, all last week, and so I was. Um, oh, you missed the uh, apocalypse. So. Well, I, so I was there, I was here for the bomb cyclone. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then and then I immediately left after that. Went to nice. Phoenix was gorgeous. It was like you know eighty degrees, uh, sunny, nice. really really um, great place to be. I was inside a convention center though the entire oh. time, so it wasn't well, really. <laughs> I didn't bummer. get to really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> But no, and so then it was nice. Yeah, it was nice to come back to this and be like, ah, all right, this is still. Okay, uh, this is why I live here. Wow, I forgot for a second. Exactly. Yeah, that that, uh, (laughs) bomb cyclone made me, uh, made me definitely not want to live here (laughs) for a little bit. But uh, now, yeah, like you said, it's all it's all better. Now we can. uh, I I almost busted out the uh, lawnmower today. Even I was like, oh. Maybe hey. it's like, man, maybe I'll wait till next week. <laughs> put, put it off for one more week. Mm. Um, all right, but we won't put off the show anymore. So the Nuggets, like I said, they were on that road trip. Uh, four games, Boston, Washington, New York, and Indiana. They go three and one, losing the last game there in Indiana. Um, what I guess, what was your biggest surprise, uh, Ashley? Because for me on the road trip, the two biggest, I think the two things I least expected was A, for them to go in and get a win in Boston, and then B, like I thought they could lose to Indiana, but I certainly did not see them getting blown out by like 40 points yeah. uh, like they did. Yeah, that that was the big surprise to me, honestly. Like Boston, I, I, I see the Nuggets as a better team than Boston right now. I think Boston has a lot of challenges to work out, maybe some trades to make. <laughs> Uh, right. but the, but I didn't get to watch the Nuggets game last night till later. And I mm-hmm. literally looked at the score before I watched the game and I was like, oh my God, that was literally what I said. Right. <laughs> so right. I'm like, okay, I can see a loss that yeah, 40 points. They just, uh, 
they ran out of gas, I guess. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I think that is uh, really uh, the only way. I mean, that's why everybody's going to chalk it out. It's one of those weird – the Nuggets are not good at all uh, in afternoon games. And so I'm sure their mm. record – and like they're, they're probably – point differential is is like negative 15 or something on average in those games it seems like they always get blown out anytime they're playing those afternoon games well, um, we got young guys made. sleeping still in the afternoon so right yeah exactly exactly <laughs> it just messes with their whole schedule i mean like you know you, if you've got a 3 p.m tip off you're you're at shoot around at like you know uh, 9 a.m most of those guys are probably yeah, that's that's right true, right when they want to wake up uh, right. I know when I was that age, I didn't wake up. I was I, I didn't schedule class before 11 a.m. So yeah, right. Uh, there's exactly. definitely uh, still <laughs> still there's no that. excuse. But uh, the other thing though was like I mean Indiana was kind of struggling. I mean I know they're a good team, but they um uh, they 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 were coming off a road trip themselves. They had been on a four game road trip. They lost all four, uh, and so maybe that was it. They were just mm. hungry for that win, needed to get it uh, at home. But you know it was the opposite uh, situations. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, Bogdanovich obviously had the big game for him. He's a guy you got to watch out for, but you don't, you don't think, oh yeah, um, Boyan Bogdanovich is gonna uh, dominate. Shoot. Yes, he's gonna score thirty-five points on us. Yeah, um, you didn't see that coming. Well, and the, you know, I, I understand the situation, but you know, they're professionals, right? And so this is part of the game. This is part of what they have to do. And yeah, they're gonna lose games, but you know. It's a little concerning heading into the playoffs that, you know, with a 40-point loss in the books, it's like, okay, wow, right. let's not do that again. You know, we're going to be traveling a lot, and, and this is going to be a grueling playoff schedule if you want to win, you know. So, right. um, I don't know. It, it I'll chalk it up to, hey, yeah, they were tired, but it's really not an acceptable excuse, honestly. It's like they're young guys. I get, I get that we're at the end of the season now, but – Things only get tougher from here on out. It just and what what worries you too is like they they sometimes they'll get into these little funks, uh, where they'll lose like a couple in a row and that this yeah. it'll be like this. It reminds you like when they got blown out by Golden State, uh, mm. and then that kind of put them into a little funk, uh, and then right after that they then they ended a little funk with getting blown out by Golden State. But um, you know yeah, you, those funks now, are weird. Right, and they they usually always respond really well, but you you don't want them to fall into like a, a three four game losing streak here. Uh, that's I think as long as that. Jokic doesn't get into a funk, then we're good. Right. Like I feel like the funks have typically been led by Jokic, and maybe not led, but like if he's in a funk, forget about it. You know. Right. So right. yeah, if he's if he's slumping, that's, that's certainly a, a good point. Then that's when they uh, the Nuggets slump, which is you know which is to be expected when he's your uh, the best player your on your guy. team for sure. But so, he's playing as you know he's playing well heading into right. the the playoffs here, heading into the last few games of the season. So that's a good sign. I mean, I think that if he you know everything runs through him, so if he's he's at the top of his game, then hopefully the others will follow suit. So I guess let me ask you this then, uh, Ashley. When you when you take a more like high level view of it, uh, they end up they go in th they go three and one on the road trip. So yes, they have that that rough loss um, against against Indiana. But overall, when you look at the road trip as a whole, I mean, you you have to be pretty happy with three and one, right? Or or are you just disappointed that they they were there? They had the chance to get the the sweep and go undefeated, uh, and they didn't get it. You know, I think for the Nuggets right now, my my perspective of them is not to not to get too excited about where they're at. You know what I mean? The three I think three and one is is a 
is a really good uh, record for this this time in the season and that you know this grueling of a road trip because uh, I think what's what's happening is because it's so exciting where they're at right now and we just want them to be perfect and go and win every single game and you know I just keep saying hey they got to get past round one first right, right. and so three and one is <coughs> I'm fine with that I was not fine with 40 point loss that that is what was concerning to me more than the loss itself so um, you know, if they don't, if they don't do that right. again, I think that'll be good. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good way to put it. You, you definitely, especially when at the beginning of the road trip, if you look and you say, Hey, they go three and one, um, you're, you're happy with that because you figure, okay, yeah. they've got that back to back, um, with the, uh, with, uh, the wizards and the Knicks. Yes. It's a back to back, but those are two awful teams. You expect that they should win those games. And then you had the, you know, and it's bookended by, by Boston and Indiana, you uh you know you're thinking to yourself okay if they can get one of those two games which is what they did they got the Boston game then you're feeling like that's that's probably good enough now obviously like you said it's when you lose by 40 points like that to Indiana it kind of especially at the end of it it kind of leaves like kind of a sour note I guess uh when you look at it on a high level but still I think if you if you're being if everyone's being honest with themselves you go three and one you're you're pretty happy with that for a four-game road trip on the east coast I agree, and I think I guess beyond the 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 three wins, what I will say is I was concerned that I feel like a couple of the wins came from the bench, and you know heading into the postseason, the Nuggets can't have that. I mean the the benches they're they you know they're going to focus on you know a pretty tight roster or lineup in the in the playoffs, and the the starting lineup can't be dropping the ball like that. They've got to be they've got to play at at their peak. Because I don't know that the bench coming in to save the day is going to be an acceptable plan B in in the playoffs, especially in the higher levels of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. And I I think really what it comes down to is that the starters, somebody other than Jokic has got to kind of step up um, and help that starting unit because he's like you said, he's been really good uh, playing really well. But it's I mean, he's led the team in scoring now five games in a row and he's the highest uh, he scored in any game is 26 points. And that's 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 five games that they went four and one. So I mean, he's he's doing a bunch. He also led them all five games uh, in assists. You know, so yeah. somebody else has got to help. Uh, I think give them something on 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 offense because yeah, you can you can do it, and you like you said, you can get your bench to help you out, and, and you can win these games. Uh, you can win one thirteen one away against Washington uh, and beat the Knicks on a back to back. But now you're going to be playing the Houston's and the and the Golden States and the Portland's. Yep. You know now it's going to be very tough down the stretch. You really tough. need those guys to be at everybody on that starting unit's got to really be at their top. Um, well, yeah, like, you know, against Indiana, we have Jamal Murray with four points and Paul Millsap with six. It's like, okay, that cannot happen, you know. So if we're going to if we're gonna even hope to have anything against Golden State, you know, later in the playoffs, hopefully, you know, again, they got to make it past the first round first. But, you know, that's the plan, right? So, um, you know, I want to give them a little bit of slack. But at the same time, you know, I think with with more success comes higher expectations. That was a, that was an article on our website the other day, and it's it's just like, it's true. And so, as a professional, you know, you continue to perform at a higher level. More is expected of you. So this is just kind of them leveling up, I think, yep. in their in their growth. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, now that they're. Um... 
now that you know now that they're here it's like okay it's too it's too late to just say hey uh, we're just happy to make the playoffs now you're you're looking at, at where they can get in the in the seating and, and how far they can go so these yeah. uh these next these last 10 games are it's they're i mean they're still vital importance that they uh that they play their best and they don't just kind of like you know waltz into the um into the playoffs so i Oh, yeah, I, they I, can't but, wear that seating too too uh, too much, you know. <laughs> right, right, and but and so I think if they can get, you know, you like like we said, Jokic, it seems to be firing on all cylinders. They can get a couple of these guys. Millsaps looked really good, with the exception of the, like you said, he was awful in that Indiana game. But um, yeah, if he's they can consistent. Really, I, I think if they can get their their backcourt is probably uh, the mo- if they can get some more consistency out of one of those guys, whether it's Jamal Murray, whether it's Gary Harris, or whether it's Will Barton. I mean, one of those three guys. If they can get consistent outside scoring uh, to help offset uh, basically teams just attacking Jokic constantly, you know, and and keep the and also make them be uh, a little more honest with their their defense and in terms of spacing, yeah. uh, I think that's really what they need. And so if they can find that in these last ten games, I'm uh, a little concerned about Gary Harris. You know, I know he's he's just kind of had some struggles with with being injured and all that, and right. so he's headed into the postseason. I don't know. I don't know how if he's at a hundred percent, you know what I mean? And so man, they need him. <laughs> right. Gary Harris is like just one of those crucial fundamental pieces of the team, you know? So I'm a little worried. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know, we know he had that core injury, which, uh, you know, Mason Plumley had it the year before and, uh, Jamal year, Jamal, Jamal Murray the year before that. So, and both of those guys, they, if you think about it that year, they looked like not just never quite a hundred percent. I mean, it's, uh, and, and it just seems like that's that's just the way it goes that with that injury you, yeah. you can't really get it right until you've got you know a couple months to uh, to Ugh. rest it. So that's you scary. Hope, you hope <laughs> just yeah, you hope he can just grit it, grit through it, and and you yeah. maybe can be consistent. I wonder about Will Barton too. He seems to be a little bit off. Um, Ugh, I love Will Barton and hate him at the same time because yeah, I just right. don't know. You know, is he gonna like squirrel out on us and be like? shooting threes and missing like eight in a row or is he going to be the one to win the game with 35 points you know it's right. not, i don't know if we're ever sure <laughs> exactly yeah you there's sometimes you're you're cursing will because he, he just took a shot and he missed it and you, you, it was early in the shot clock but then yes. you oh. know what like two minutes later he's knocking that shot down and you're like it's yes perfect. will martin willie buckets <laughs> it's like <laughs> golf that's how i feel about golf you know it's exactly. just- Love hate relationship, exactly. but we yeah. take it shot by shot. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, all right, uh, one more thing, Ashley, and then we'll we'll let you get out of here and we'll hit the break. But um, so the the Nuggets they had they kind of had an opportunity uh, a bit with uh, this this road trip and the way they performed because the Warriors really kind of they slipped up um, a little bit themselves. You know, they dropped a game against the Mavericks, and that was after dropping a game against the Spurs, and they've. You know they they've seemed to kind of win two lose one these past couple weeks or so. Mm-hmm. So now I mean you, you, if they'd won that game in Indiana they'd be uh, they'd be right there they'd be uh, actually I think it maybe even a half game up on Golden State but instead they're half game back. I mean where where's your feeling at? Do you think they catch Golden State? Do you think they're gonna end up getting the one seed or do you feel like that's kind of a, a, a lost cause at this point? Oh, I mean, it's going to be day by day. They definitely have the opportunity to capture it. I mean, I think that it would, and it would be so cool, right, for them to make the playoffs for the first time in a few years and capture the one slot, you know, awesome. For me, 
I kind of don't care as long as they don't face the Spurs in the first round. For for me, that's kind of a wild card because of Coach Popovich. I think he's the type of coach who knows how to win in the playoffs. Mike Malone has a lot to prove still. And, you know, I, I have been negative about him in the past, and I think he's done a phenomenal job this year, so good for him. But, you know, right now, if they went to the playoffs today, they would go up against the Jazz, and I kind of like them over the Jazz more than I like them over the Spurs. So uh, they definitely could capture the one seed, and I think that if they continue to focus on defense and lock in on being consistent and don't just kind of let off the gas for the last few games, then, then they they just might, you know. But I'm a lot less excited about them at the one seed if, if San Antonio is at eight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I was just I was talking with uh, Ryan Blackburn about this just a little bit ago, and we were saying it's like it's so hard to say because, and it's kind of it's kind of I guess it's nice because you can't really worry about the seeding at all because it's like the in, five through eight is so there's yeah. within like a half game of each other. So it's, it's like, crazy. Ugh. It could be it could be any one of them. You know, it's. Uh, I like them really... over the Clippers. You know, the Clippers have yeah, oh, yeah. really well lately. But you know, I don't know if they're going to keep that up. So. I'd love to see them face. I, I could definitely see them taking the Clippers in the first round. Right. I think. Uh, I think if you asked any Nuggets fan, they're all gonna. We'd all basically point to. Cause I'm the exact same. We'd all point to the Clippers and be like, "Yeah, I think we'd probably like to play the Clippers the most." <laughs> because I mean, no, they they're the least. Uh, they have like no playoff experience or very little playoff experience. Yeah. Uh, themselves, just like the Nuggets. So you you take that out where everybody else, uh, whether it's the Spurs, the Jazz, or the Thunder. Oh, the uh, Thunder too. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, all exactly. a little tricky. Like. Exactly. I don't know, and and I guess maybe I I say I say I don't want them to face the Spurs, but but the Jazz they match up against really weird against the Jazz sometimes. So, uh, and Utah's a know. tough place to play. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. There's no I I. So my thing with the one seed though is like obviously you, you want to do it because you've never done it before, not in the yeah. NBA at least. Um, and so that's like that should be the golden reward. Whether or not the problem is is Golden State plays that they I think they only have two games left uh, against playoff uh, teams, which and one of them is the Nuggets, and then you know I think mm-hmm. they have one more like against the the Clippers or something. I think that's who it is. It's uh, against the like right near the end of the season. So right they I mean it's the Nuggets. Meanwhile, pretty much have like all playoff teams. I mean they yeah. play like the Wizards at home. Uh, and I think that's basically it. And then every other single game uh, is 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 a playoff team. So, or maybe and then Minnesota on the last game at, at home as well. So I mean they don't the Nuggets have like this murderer's row of a, of a schedule. So for me it's <laughs> like I don't I don't know I I would like to see them do it, but it's really it's just hard to see them getting there. I don't, unless yeah. unless they play phenomenal uh, down the stretch, but. Uh, We'll I mean, see. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll know. We'll know next week, right? Because when they play that game against the Warriors, if they lose, then you, you got to figure they're pretty much. That might be the deciding sunk. factor. Yeah, right. I mean, their schedule's pretty tough coming up. That's like the, the Rockets and and Spurs, you know. And I think probably these teams that maybe aren't going to be in the in the playoffs, the the less competitive teams that they're going to face, they may come wanting to beat the Nuggets just out of spite, you know. Right. So. Those those are some sometimes some of the games they've they've got to really be ready for, right? Yeah, especially well, you you never know about that. So that last game against Minnesota, so Minnesota yeah. obviously will be out of the playoffs. It's their last game of the season, and you wonder like, will they bring it, yeah. or will they be like, uh, I'm thinking about going to Miami tomorrow, and then you know, <laughs> yeah. 
They're already might, on vacation. Right. <laughs> they might already be thinking about something else. So we'll just yeah, have to. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see on that one. Either way, though, it'll be uh, the there's. I mean, the easiest way for the Nuggets to to get the one seed is to just take care of business and and, and win out. Uh, keep playing defense. You know, I think that's the big name of the game. Is I I think sometimes they keep they forget. You know, they've got these great scorers on the team, and they all want to go right. be the hero. And it's like, no, guys, remember what what got you here is defense. So keep right. resting on that. Exactly. So. Keep, it's it's like you you were a critic of Coach Malone now you are Coach Malone so it's yeah isn't that crazy <laughs> you know it's funny is like I I I don't say I'm sorry because they deserved the criticism because they had to they had to prove it and they weren't proving it but right. but this season they did and and I just uh, you know they deserve all the credit that they can get for what an incredible incredible season so absolutely I I agree one hundred percent all right well we will uh. We'll tell you what, we will, we'll go ahead and we'll head to the break uh, on that note. But um, make sure you're following Ashley. She's at Ashley NBA Hoops on Twitter. Um, and Ashley, I, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, we'll be right back. We've all been there. When the budget's the tightest or a time is the shortest, that's when disaster strikes. The last thing anyone wants to deal with in these times is an electrical issue in their home or business. Maybe your light suddenly won't turn on, or maybe a home inspector wants that electrical service changed before you can close out on a property you're selling. Heck, maybe it's not even an emergency at all and you're just looking to finish out your basement or get some power ran to that new AC unit. Whatever your need may be, give Sun Electrical a call. They're a family-owned and operated business that serves the front range, and you can be assured that you'll not only get the highest quality service, but you'll also get the most affordable price as well. Mike, the owner of Sun Electrical, will come to your home or business personally to evaluate your situation and provide a free estimate, and he stands by the work Sun performs as a fully licensed and insured electrical contractor. So give him a call, 719-659-6888. Don't be fooled by the phone number as they'll serve the entire front range from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins and everywhere in between. That's 719-659-6888. 719-659-6888. Sun Electrical, the home of truly affordable electrical work. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. 
Welcome back into the Pickaxe Pundit Show. Zachary Gosh with DenverStiffs.com. Once again, thank Miss Ashley Douglas spending that first half of the show with us talking about the Nuggets on that road trip, including that disappointing loss uh, to the Indiana Pacers there to end it out. But we are now going to, well, no, I'm, I'm going to, let me let me take that back. We would normally now just move right forward into looking ahead. But first, we did have Mr. Brendan Vote on location in New York. He is now fresh back from his travels, like literally an hour ago. Um, Very until we, we brought him on. And uh, here he is, Brendan. So kind of you to join us. Dude, so kind of you to finally have me back on your podcast. I was starting to get worried that your jokes were no longer jokes about firing me. So it's good to be back. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, you were, you know, I mean, everybody was like, oh, Brendan votes on every podcast. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's calm down here. Look, someone has to keep my ego in check. So <laughs> I appreciate you taking that mantle. It's, uh, it's uh, a torch I'm, I'm happy to carry, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, uh, uh, no, I, you know, I had to get some other people in, you know, because you are so popular. I figured, you know, I'll let, uh, uh, I'll let, let some other people get the, I mean, I, 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 I do take it personally, but I can move past it. So I think we'll be okay. <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel better, I think Adam's been on like, uh, maybe twice. Yeah. Well, this is kind of overrated. I've always thought. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Nobody's got time uh, for him. Nobody. I, I would say probably at least maybe 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 three. Maybe actually, in, in all honesty, probably about like five times. Um, and this is this is like episode ninety nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, just to let you know uh, where he's at. Um, but no. So tell me about your. Uh, let me let me tell me about the uh, travels. What was what was it like watching a basketball game in uh, Madison Square Garden? It's awesome, man. It's and it's. I make fun of the Knicks as much as anyone because Jersey is home for me. So Knicks fans are are my people, even if I'm not one of them. And I've always laughed at them. <laughs> I've always laughed at their basketball team. But no matter how how bad the Knicks are, or or what a poor job James Dolan is doing, when you're in that building. And you see that logo, whether that's at center court or on a warm-up jersey or whatever, it hits you. Like, that logo still mean, means something. Whether it should or shouldn't, it does. And you can kind of feel the history as far away as it is now. Um, you can still feel it. So, to sit down on courtside before the game at MSG, the first place I ever saw an NBA game, man, it was surreal. It was a little humbling. And so, to the kids out there, follow your dreams, but more specifically, tailor them to the Denver Nuggets. Like if you can fall, if your dreams can be attached to Nikola Jokic, it's going to take you places. So I strongly suggest that path. That's it. Nikola Jokic is, is the path to, yes, I guess, court. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I understand the connection there. Uh, to you uh, just, you know, just attach yourself to like a, a really good basketball team that has absolutely nothing to do with you. And you'll, <laughs> you'll get to find yourself sitting courtside with important people. It's very fun. Exactly, and then you're, man, you're superstar Brandon Vote. So it's just like right. this pretty much just becomes an everyday sort of thing for you after this. No, it, it was really cool though, man. I mean, the, the Knicks are garbage, but the, the arena is amazing, <laughs> and um, definitely different budgets. Denver and New York, if you can believe it, like yeah. Malone's got that that wall we post him up on for the post game scrums. Right. Um, the 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 Knicks have their own room. It's like a conference room with seats and chairs and everything. It was really cool. It was a really impressive building. Not a very impressive basketball team, but super fun, man. I mean, New York is home, and 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 MSG was 
the Mecca and the first place I ever saw a game. So to cover a game there, man, was was nothing short of humbling. Give uh, you know, give the Nuggets some credit, man. They do uh, on occasion put up like a, a, a backdrop in the uh, in the cafeteria. So that is true. That is true. <laughs> I remember in San Diego at training camp, they didn't even bring one, so he just did his post game presser against like. Like we were in that casino in San Diego, so the walls were painted like aquarium themed. <laughs> it was just like Malone with a whale behind him. It was bizarre. Now the Knicks do it bigger, believe it or not. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no surprises there. It is Madison Square Garden still, but uh, that's cool, man. That's uh, it's definitely on my bucket list. Uh, one of the places uh, to go. That uh, I would say that one uh, and the United Center are probably the two. Mm, yeah, uh, the two that I have to go to the most. Um, it's kind of it's kind of a shame. I'm never going to get to see a game at Oracle. Uh, oh, that's true. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Well, that you know what? Hey, maybe if, if the Nuggets make the Western Conference Finals, this is true. I I it's suddenly good. have even more vested interest now in the success of this team. Let's do it. WCF, do it. baby. WCF. Uh, once again, Brandon Vogt riding the coattails of the basketball <laughs> team <laughs> to fulfill his own dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love you. That's why we love you. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, let's let's get into uh, this week that is coming up now. Um, starting with the game that will happen tonight, the uh, the Nuggets take on the Detroit Pistons. It's a home game in in a sense because it is at home. I guess <laughs> not in a sense. It is a home game. Um, but it's a, <laughs> but it's, it uh, meets the only criteria <laughs> required. <laughs> Right, exactly, but but no, it's a, it's a sneaky home game is, is is what I was getting at because you you've just been on the road for four games, you're coming home for this game against Detroit, and then you're gonna go back on the road for two more games. So it's it's not, I mean, you're it's just like a stop in your actual road trip because you're not really coming home. You're just stopping. It's you're just having a you know it's a layover uh, on your way down to uh, Oklahoma City or, or Houston. Yeah, or and so. and you know toss in Zach that Detroit's fighting for their playoff lives still, man. Yes, they got they exactly. have more to play for than Denver. Um, I do think Denver's still motivated despite some of the lapses and the malaise that we have seen. Um, obviously, they're still winning these games, but there's no doubt Detroit has more to play for, um, and they're playing well. Not a great team on the road. You got to like the Nuggets at home, but you are not wrong to label this a trap game, man. Not at all. Yeah, I, I, w- I don't even know if you can almost even just call it a trap game because like you said, I mean, Look, I mean, making the playoffs and where Detroit's at in making the playoffs um, in the Eastern Conference, obviously it's not quite uh, the same as the Western Conference. If they were uh, – they're, they're like the Kings who are, who are effectively eliminated. Right. Uh, if not mathematically. But they're a good basketball team. They'll beat you if you don't bring your A game. And I mean, they need to They need to win. Denver wants right. to win. Detroit needs to. And, and I do think that that matters in, in late March, uh, especially as you see a lot of these more competitive teams really kind of hitting a wall. Um, Denver, in a sense, included, but you know, Golden State and particularly OKC, um, you know, it's 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 late March, and and so to be motivated matters, and it's hard to be motivated. So I'm with you, man. Detroit is this is not a guaranteed dub. Yeah, I uh, and you know, I the other thing that scares me is, I mean, Blake Griffin is is one of those guys who's just he he can have a game where he can affect you in in so many ways, and if you, if you don't contain him, um. That alone, you know, that's one of those things where you like overlook a team, but then you forget. Oh wait, Blake Griffin actually is a really good basketball player. So, 
Yeah, no, he's I, honestly he's playing the best basketball of his career. I mean, yeah, I think exactly. so. Um, and it's not like I mean, I love you know, Millsap's done such a great job. He's such a great team defender. He, you know, he, he's lost his step though. It's not a great match. You know, Blake is not a great matchup for them. Um, but the, I mean, the Nuggets are a better basketball team. I still think they win sure. this game. Um, but it's going to be a competitive one, and it might have that feeling, unfortunately, that some of these other wins have had. Of okay, the W's there, but you're not necessarily feeling really confident about how they're playing, you know? Yeah, exactly. It was, I and I, I get to this point, like at this time where I mean, you just take those, you know. I, I when you're ten I'm games you in, you're left, you know, you you cash them in the bank, and you you, you know is that that's what's been really interesting to watch, sort of Malone navigate these last few games, and that's what I wrote on when I was in New York to hear him sort of. They won by twenty four, and, and he's proud of his team, but he was not satisfied and. He pointed out the sort of last year there was inconsistency game to game, right? They they would beat Golden State on the road or something, and then they'd lose to Memphis. And now it's it's inconsistency within a given game, right? Quarter to quarter, they right. do seem just to lack a maybe not a killer instinct, or, or maybe that is the right. I mean, they 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 have trouble keeping their foot on the gas for four straight quarters, and he's he's sort of wrestling with the fact that I'm with you, Zach, and I think he knows this, and most people do. Um, in their position on March 25th, just win. And when the playoffs start, that's when process matters again. Um, but it really does start fresh and start anew. And and so you try not to be too concerned with process, but that's easier for you and me to say. And a perfectionist like Malone, it's kind of funny. You can almost see the anguish in his face as he's kind of wrestling with what what do I, how much do I let go of the steering wheel here versus how much do I need to make sure you know, we're fine-tuned heading into the playoffs. But I'm, I'm with you, man. I think at a certain point, uh, this point in the season, you, you just look at the wins and losses, and then and, and you go from there. Yeah, exactly. I uh, and I was saying this earlier. Is it, at this point, you know, when you, you look at a team like Detroit and you're at your home court, like they, they've got to basically defend their home court uh, from here on out. And if they can do – if they can just do that – which is it's going to be tough. They're going to have pretty much, you know, with the exception of I think, the Wizards, uh, they're going to have playoff teams uh, throughout throughout the rest of the, the the season. But if you can just defend your home court, it pretty much it makes it really tough. Um, it makes it really tough for it to see them falling out of a top two seed. They probably, you know, they're probably going to have to obviously win some games on the road uh, as well to to overcome Golden State. But if you just if you if you win at home. Uh, Houston, Houston would have to play really, really well, which they could do, but they'd have to play really well um, in order to overtake them. So, I, 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 it starts with this game in Detroit, but but I worry about it just because, like I said, it's uh, uh, the, the, I think they like like we both said, they're they're a better team than I think people realize. Yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. Um, you're right. I mean, when you look at the Nuggets schedule, if you're talking about hanging on to that two seed. There's a lot of tough games, man. I, it's hard to see them getting both of those. That There's two against Portland. I think they split those. There's a bat-to-back on the road against Houston and OKC, if I am if, if I have that correct. Um, right. Hard to see them doing any better than splitting that, right? Um, especially since Houston comes first, and that's the team they struggle with. And then Golden State on the road. If Golden State has a chance to send another message, I, I already have Denver penciled in for a loss there. So right. You're, you're right. You it these it's this Detroit game becomes all that more important because this is one you have to have. So you you'd like to see that focus. They've been 
strangely poor in first quarters, man. And so if I had to pick one thing I want to see in that Detroit game, it's let's not wait to the fourth to figure this thing out, right? right? Let's right. just be the best team from the jump. Let's just yeah, let's let's get out to like a, a thirty to thirty to eighteen lead in the first quarter and uh, go from there. Let, let me touch back though on that Houston game, like you were talking about. I mean, so because that's that is a game. If you win that game, then then it, that's the thing. It doesn't matter if you lose to Detroit, but then you go into Houston and you win uh, later this week. Then then pretty much you're you're right back on track, and it's pretty much impossible for the Rockets uh, to catch you. Uh, at this point, I mean, do you, but, but what do you what do you put the chances at of them actually going into Houston and and, and stealing the game from the Rockets? Pretty low, man. And I I, I was I was encouraged by that last Houston game, where obviously they played so much but better, and, and and even putting the result aside for a second, it was really more of their swagger in that game, right? And pr- prior meetings with Houston, um, Denver looked flustered, right? It, it felt futile almost. Right. Um, in that last game, they had their mojo, so. That had me feeling a little more encouraged, but you guys banged up as the Nuggets have been this year. Houston was missing Capella in that game, and and Capella's far more to Houston because I think of of the lack of depth there, far more important to Houston um, than some of these injuries that Denver's been able to survive. So with Capella healthy on the road, um, Houston needing that game to catch Denver, I, I think all signs are pointing to a Houston victory. I mean, it's not written in stone, but... I'm definitely not putting money on Denver, Zach. Do you uh, you have any idea? Uh, what, what do you think about, like, you just go all out for that Houston game, right? Like, you you coach accepts that, like, you're just going to lose in Oklahoma City. Uh, because, like, what is it? Did they lose to Memphis again tonight? Okay, see, I believe they did. Yeah. They're down to eighth now, right? That's ridiculous. That's wild. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, at this point, you're like, eh. Whatever the, the Thunder aren't catching you, so maybe you just like you go all out. You play Jokic like forty two minutes, and you uh, you know, and you play like Jamal Murray forty minutes. You play, uh, you play Paul Millsap forty minutes. And you just you just try and beat beat Houston, and then. Um, well, know. I mean, you get if you take care of this Detroit game and you do win, you you do beat Houston. You're sitting really pretty for the rest of the stretch. So we, we heard Malone mention after that Knicks game that he's considering resting guys for spots. Now they do want home court. They do want that one seed. They've, they've made right. that clear, but you're right. If you can go full out against Houston, following a win against Detroit, you think you get that Washington game. Probably there's a chance that in these final four games of the season, um, you know, some, some of this stuff is more decided than it seems now. And maybe you can rest some guys, but having said that, Zach, then you look at those two Portland games to close the, and, and they're right behind Houston. And so those yeah. two games are are, are monumental. My, my ultimate point being, I'm not sure Denver's going to get to take their foot off the gas at all here down the stretch. Um, if, if they're going to hang on to two, and if, if, if they really do want that one seed, I mean, they can't. I think they have to go eight and two. And we already just outlined three losses. So right. it's it's going to yeah. be tough. Yeah, see, here's the thing, though. I think to get the two seed, they only need to go five and five. And they, they pretty much haven't. Have it in the bag because I think at that point Houston. If, if one of those seven and one, right? If one of those wins is against is it that Houston game? Even um, well, I mean, even if it's not, if, because <laughs> you know if they go five and five, then that's, that's going to make them fifty four uh, and twenty four. So I think Houston's got to go a seven and one to catch them, right? Uh, so but, it, what, it, you know, it's just interesting because tiebreaker might come into play, right? So if you win that second game that yeah well that's yeah then it then it puts you in a chance to actually get the tiebreaker because you've got then i think it goes like their conference and they have the better and right now denver has the better conference record so yeah man i mean 
yeah, five and five, you might be right. And like Houston has pushed so hard just to get to this place. How much right. do they have left in the tank? Is James Harden going to go balls to the wall all the way up into the playoffs? I mean, that seems to be the case, but for a guy who the narrative surrounding him in the playoffs has been fatigued for two or three years, I, I'm with you, man. I don't think Houston closes out with another eight and two stretch here. So five and five seems possible. Um, it, it, if, home games. it becomes plausible if you take care of that Houston game for sure, which I don't think they will, but wouldn't that yeah. be nice? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, speaking of uh, watching important games, I was like, we're uh, right now as we're recording this, I'm watching this Brooklyn uh, Portland game and they're, they just went into overtime. It's well, good to know. I have your full attention. Zach. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Well, I was just look, I, I, then they looked up and I was like, Oh, Portland just tied it as it, like they must've hit it at the buzzer. Uh, now with, uh, Late now push from Portland, man. Don't they're not out of that three seed, not at all. Especially if if Houston slides with those two games against Denver, they're not out of the two seed either. Right. So Port- Portland, funny man, funny team. I think we all we were right about our assessment. We were wrong in how far we took it preseason about Portland. They're they were no different, right? They're no different than last right. year. Yeah, but, exactly. They're doing the exact same thing. But what did they do last year? Finished with the three seeds, so yeah, I think they finished. Yeah, they finished up really strong, and then got all the way up to three seed, and then you know lost in the first round. So. Right, and I think that might happen. I mean, maybe not first round, but like it. My point being, like, yeah, I agree that Portland's a, has a, a harshly defined ceiling in the postseason, but I was one of the people who thought they might miss the playoffs altogether. And in hindsight, that's pretty ludicrous because they're they're pretty consistent, and and their floor and their ceiling are not far from each other. So. Um, Ultimately, not surprising to see Portland in the mix here. That would be a nice second round. Uh, I would love that. I think that yeah. that would be really nice, man. I think you have so, to feel good about that if you're Denver. Although you have to get through the first round first. I was like, well, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. But then it would suck if you lost. That would, oh, you know what, though? I don't think losing to Portland in this, like of all the ways. like that doesn't dominated by Nurkic for like. <sighs> that would be very unfortunate. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think it would like halt momentum in its tracks the way like conceivably like losing in five to the Lakers or something or might have done um, or like losing, losing to Utah to in the first round or something. Yeah. Or the Spurs. Like if you lose in the second round to Portland, Portland's a good team. Um, and, and you just re- regroup and you go, look, we're ahead of schedule. We want more, but we're ahead of schedule and the plans to be better next year. There you go. There you go. Uh, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. You did give it's me okay. a rundown. I haven't looked at it once, but <laughs> I sent it to you about uh, what five seconds or so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. No worries. Um, well, I was going to talk about what we wanted to. We were going to cover the uh, what record they need to have contention to stay in contention the one seed. But I think you already said it. Eight and two. Which yeah, is... because I because and it's I understand that Golden State is prone to losing focus because they have bigger fish to fry than the one seed. But I just, I mean, you take a quick look at their schedule down the stretch and like, I don't know, man, Golden State's probably going to win eight games. So yeah, they've, they've got no, like they've got basically the nuggets and I think maybe one other game against the, yeah, keep actually opponent. keep, keep talking. I'm going to pull it up right now. Oh yeah. This is, this is high quality content. We'll just keep. They uh, do this on we'll the airwaves, right? Through it. Yeah, I'm so gonna, no, I, I'll just update people on the score on a score that by the time they listen to this, the game's already over. But now, now Portland is winning. Uh, <laughs> Riveting stuff. Yeah. So it's Memphis, Minnesota, um, Charlotte, the yep. the eliminated Lakers, and the Cavs. So yeah, I'm yep. sticking with that eight and two here, man. Yeah, as far as like it's it's just a whole mess of garbage for the. Uh, 
for Golden State down the stretch. Though you know what they they seem to like to take their foot off the gas every now and then and uh, drop one of those games. They they, they drop just like just enough to like be like oh let's let the Nuggets be right now. Now we're we're, we're, we're stay right there. Yeah, man. It's so. I mean the loss to Phoenix and Dallas is so bad, but like. They're not gonna lose to those caliber teams again. I don't know. I just I I, I right. think I also think they might like care about the one seed a little more than they say. Not because of seeding, but just like as a pride thing. Like, all right, the Nuggets are cute, but like if we have a say in it, you're not you're not getting the one seed. So right, I, yeah. I, eight and two seems is 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 what I have lined up. I'll fire it back at you. What's yours? And also, is eight and two even feasible? Because like I said earlier, I think they lose at least three of those games. Oh yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Right about there at eight and two. I mean, I think the one seed is you, unless you. I mean, unless they come out and basically go four and zero this week, and then we, well, we'll we'll revisit it again next right. week on next right. week's show, you know. But uh, it's hard to see it because this is they've got uh, they've got such a tough schedule, and, and to, so to see them, I mean, that means winning. You know, that means you're at least winning. Uh, either in Oklahoma city and Houston or, and Portland or, and golden state. I mean, you're going to have to win two of those four really tough road games there. So, uh, plus take care of all your home games. Uh, plus they're going to probably even win another road game in there. So, uh, I, I that's, it, that it's tough to see them, um, overcoming that. I do feel really good about the two seed though. Me too, I think man. at this point, it doesn't. It's, and have you noticed and th- there's a, I don't maybe paranoia is too strong, but there's an awful lot of like defeatism here because of like a couple of bad oh, games, yes. you know, oh, like, uh, well, we knew they wouldn't get the two seed. I'm like, I'm still pretty sure they're statistically more likely to get it than not. Um, you're, you're new to Denver. You don't understand nug life. Like, that's right. Just what, assume the worst. What it is, but this is it. Like it's rearing its head. Everybody just expects it. They're like, I, oh, here it dude, comes. I got a DM the other night from a, from a reader asking if, like he thinks they're gonna slide to fifth. I'm like, dude, run the math on that. That's possibly, yeah, right. That, that, um, that's a little, that's a little rough. I like. I know the um, Indiana game was rough, but Golden State just lost to <laughs> Phoenix. Good lord. It's yeah, March. Get, it's March. That that's that's my take until this month is over. Throw it out the window. So wait a second. I I, I want to. I I did this math real quick for for earlier, um, but they basically. I mean, so. Uh, Utah's got 44 and 30, so that means they've got eight games left. The best they could do is 52. So the Nuggets, their 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 magic number is four. They have to they a combination of them winning or Utah losing four games, uh, and yeah. they they are not going to be the five seed. They're so getting the math home court, is man. really good. Yeah, they're getting home court. Yeah, there there's no there there there's no problem there. It's to me, like I said, it's really good. I think even on the two seed, it's tough as long as they can just you know. They don't have to play that well. It's the thing is they they can be just a five hundred team, and and, and that's they will, and, and they that's will do it. And 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 to your point, I mean, yes, Houston is surging at eight and two, but it was a big cushion. They're on the right. other end of that eight and two. That's hardly sustainable. And what was lost in because I think in in you know at, as in fan circles and communities and media or whatever, like we operate in bubbles, right? Like you see the Denver loss. And, and you, you put way more stock into it than you would, like, just check the scores right now, right? Whoever lost tonight, you probably wouldn't care. It was just an off game or whatever. Um, right. But if Denver loses, everyone has to panic. And so lost in their, again, not slide, because I'm pretty sure they're like six and four in their last 10, seven and three maybe. Yeah. Um, lost in, in, in maybe some of their, their malaise is the fact that these other teams are all also struggling. So, yeah, they're still sitting pretty for the two seed. I'm with you. My money's on that. 
Um, although as becoming my catchphrase on these podcasts, I am also wrong all of the time. So take it with a grain of salt. Yes, he is. All right. Before we get out of here real, real quick, uh, give me your, who is there, uh, other than the Clippers, because I know that will be your answer. Who's your, who's your, your best matchup for the Nuggets in the first round? First round. I've got a hot take here, man. All right. Give me San Antonio. Give me San Antonio. I like it. Give me the Night King. It's yeah. like, I. I understand that Denver hasn't won in San Antonio since Hector was a pup. Shout out Chris Marlowe. But Denver's uh, follower also... Follower of Pickaxe Pundits, Chris Marlowe. Yeah, huge fan. You should get him on the show. What am I doing here? Um, but they... I don't think he's a follower. <laughs> Pretty Probably not. Confident he's not. I'll ask him next time I see him. <laughs> don't. Um... <laughs> I'm like, the what? <laughs> um... Oh man, I don't even remember your question now, Zach. Professionalism. What did you ask um, me? You were you were going to tell me why you think San Antonio is their best. Oh, matchup. that's right. Yeah, because I, I mean, I understand that they haven't, but their Denver's home court advantage is also so good. And yes, Pop is is the definitively better coach, but this is the definitively better roster. And I don't think the Spurs are good defensively. So I don't see them throwing Denver out of what they like to do offensively, keeping them from having fun necessarily. Um, they did double Jokic that one game, but everyone was hurt. You can't really double Jokic right. against a healthy Denver team. In fact, Jokic probably wants you to do that. So I like their chances there. Um, I'm not scared of DeMar DeRozan and Aldridge in the playoffs as a, only when, you know, compared against such a competitive field, one through eight. And and Utah for me, man, it, it's Utah's the stronger defensive team. And and yeah. I, I see Denver as a team that if they're getting to do what they want to do offensively, they're good enough and will stay engaged enough defensively to make it all a series. But a team like Utah might make it tough and frustrating for them from the jump. And so I guess I'd rather play San Antonio. But it, it's, I mean, there are no... Also, we keep saying like, oh, give us the Clippers. The Clippers are all the way in fifth now, man. There are no easy, easy routes here. So yeah, They're a game out from being the eighth. So, you know... It's, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you, I, no, I accept that criticism. <laughs> that's a, that's a, uh. No, but I, I'm with you actually. I, I would, uh, I would definitely take San Antonio over um, Oklahoma City or or uh, Utah because Oklahoma City. I don't. I mean, Paul George <laughs> and Russell Westbrook in the playoffs is a tough combo. Um, I, I'm, I'm not scared of OKC, man. No, I don't think they're very good. And I, I thought there was this, um, this rush by certain media members a couple of months ago to like crown them as like the real threat to Golden State because their playoff floor is so high because they have two superstars and they play defense. But, like, one of those superstars is struggling. The other one hasn't been the same since he hurt his shoulder. And the rest of the roster can't shoot. And, like, it's very true. you need to shoot. Like, <laughs> turns out, like, I mean, that that's going to be Utah's problem. That's going to be OKC's problem. And, yes, I know it's all bunched together five through eight. But, man, they've slid all the way to eight. I, I mean, I don't... It, it, could OKC beat anyone? Sure. But should they scare you if you're Denver? I don't think so. No way. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. I'm pa- I feel I, I have takes. I'm passionate about yeah, that. Yeah, you seem like you're good. I mean, I, unless you're scared of the Clippers. I, I think you you're, seem like you're pretty much good against the, for, uh, for the Nuggets to beat anybody in the first round. I only fear God and my mother, Zach. Yeah, man. Boom. Well, I'm not even religious, right but I'm just trying uh, to pander to the Colorado crowd. <laughs> we are definitely going to end it right there. Right? <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Enough for for one show. You don't want right. to do politics really quick before we go? No, 
No, uh, you can follow Brendan on Twitter okay. at BVOGT422. Make sure to get all your pol- political takes with him there. Um, he would love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm at Zach Mikosh. Uh, also, the show's at Pickaxe Pundits, and the Stiffs are at Denver Stiffs. So, all very, very straightforward. Uh, make sure you follow on everybody on Twitter. Make sure you're also on Instagram at the Denver Stiffs. Following our YouTube channel, like, Brandon, why did you not like vlog the entire New York trip? Um, because even I get sick of myself, dude. There's just too much <laughs> Brandon after a while. Lies, lies. <laughs> uh, but okay, so if you're sick of Brandon, then you can still go over and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel because he wasn't vlogging his uh. That's true. His trip true. To New York Zero there. vlogs. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then also on Facebook, you can. Uh, give us a follow give us a like and subscribe to the podcast because uh you can get your fill of myself and mr vote who does the full court press uh as well as brian blackbird on nuggets numbers and jeremy poley over on the dig uh make sure you are subscribed to our podcast channel so that you can get all of those shows throughout the month who's uh who's next on full court press Brandon? uh i have to to lock down the date but i have a tentative i have a verbal agreement in place with mr mike singer of the denver post yeah. so looking forward to there that you one. go there you go mike singer of the denver post be an interesting uh it'll be a good deal to like so mike what's it like coming to a dumpster fire what's your <laughs> i'm gonna ask him what it's like okay. to get your first professional writing job to open the door and see a bunch of fresh out of college kids covering the team a bunch of rugrats running around you're like mike you're you're 30 now and you're the oldest elder statesman staff (laughs) do you respect us (laughs) oh well all right um make sure everybody that you like said you're subscribed to the podcast channel because i'm sure that'll be a good show i want to check it out there uh all right mr vote thank you sir i'm i'm Appreciate you, especially right after you get off the plane coming on and doing the show. Mr. Mikosh, my time is always yours, un- unless I have something else to do. <laughs> unless he has literally anything Anything else, else to do. To do. Uh, but if I'm free, I'm yours, man. There you go. All right. Well, everybody else, uh, we will talk to you next week. Yes, it's-